open eyes that we may see to follow the within through scripture and practical applications. Today on Daily Devotional, we are in Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 21, 1 through 23. Deuteronomy 21, 1 through 23. And the title of this chapter is Law of Unsolved Murder. Law of Unsolved Murder. So I want you to sit back, relax, 
and you know, get your coffee or your tea or snack or you know, if you're eating dinner and you want something nice to listen to while you're eating. Or you could turn around and get your tablets, your cell phone, or your actual Bible. And let's read along and learn something new from God for today. Okay? So, it's time. It's time for your daily devotionals. Come on, baby. Let's get it in. Deuteronomy 21, 1 through 23. And it reads, If one be found slain in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee to possess it, lying in the field, and it be not known who hath slain him, then thy elders and and thy judges shall come forth, and they shall measure unto the cities which are around about him that is slain. And it shall be that the city which is next unto the slain man, even the elders of that city, shall take an heifer which have not been wrought with, and which have not drawn in the yoke. And the elders of that city shall bring down the heifer unto a rough valley, which is neither eared nor sown, and shall strike off the heifer's neck there in the valley. And the priests, the sons of Levi, shall come near for them the Lord thy God have chosen to minister unto him and to bless in the name of the Lord. And by their word shall every controversy and every stroke be tried. And all the elders of that city that are next unto the slain man shall wash their hands over the heifer that is beheaded in the valley. And they shall answer and say, Our hands have not shed this blood, neither have our eyes seen it. Be merciful, O Lord, unto thy people Israel, whom thou hast redeemed, and lay not innocent blood unto thy people of Israel's charge, and the blood shall be forgiven them. So shalt thou put away the guilt of innocent blood from among you, when thou shalt do that which is right in the sight of the Lord, when thou goest forth to war against thine enemies, and the Lord thy God have delivered them into thine hands, and thou hast taken them captive, and seest among the captives a beautiful woman, and has a desire unto her, 
that thou wouldest have her to thy wife. Then thou shalt bring her home to thine house, and she shall shave her head, and bear and pare her nails. And she shall put the remnant of her captivity from off her, and shall remain in thine house, and bewail her father and her mother a full month. And after that thou shalt go in unto her, and be her husband, and she shall be thy wife. And it shall be, if thou have no delight in her, then thou shalt let her go, whether she will. But thou shalt not sell her at all for money. Thou shalt not make merchandise of her, because thou hast humbled her. If a man have two wives, one beloved and another hated, and they have borne him children, both the beloved and the hated, and if the firstborn son be hers that was hated, then it shall be... When he maketh his son to inherit that which he hath, that he may not make the son of the beloved firstborn before the son of the hated, which is indeed the firstborn. But he shall acknowledge the son of the hated for the firstborn, by giving him a double portion of all that he hath. For he is the beginning of his strength, The right of the firstborn is his. If a man have a stubborn and rebellious son, which will not obey the voice of his father or the voice of his mother, and that when they have chastised chastised him, will not hearken unto them, then shall his father and mother lay hold on him, and bring him out unto the elders of his city, and unto the gates of his place. And they shall say unto the elders of his city, This our son is stubborn and rebellious, he will not obey our voice, he is a glutton and a drunkard. And all the men of his city shall stone him with stones that he die. So shalt thou put evil away from among you, and all Israel shall hear and fear. And, and if a man have committed a sin worthy of death, and he be to and he be to be put to death, and thou hang him on a tree, his body shall not remain all night upon the tree. But thou shalt in any wise bury him that day, for he that is hanged is accursed of God. That that thy land be not defiled, which the Lord thy God giveth thee for an inheritance. I have just read Deuteronomy. 21, 1 through 23. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for all that you have done for us, 
all that you're going to do and all that is to come. Lord, we thank you for giving us this day our daily bread. Lord, we thank you that you give us bread every day. The gift of life. The ability to have the activity of our limbs. And the just just give us wisdom in everything that we do. God, grant us the serenity to accept the things that we cannot change. Give us the courage to change the things that we can and the wisdom to know the difference. Lord, we thank you in these things that we do pray, Lord. We thank you for the breath in our body, activity of our limbs, and we are in our right minds just for the day, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, we do pray, Lord, may you add a blessing to the reading of your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. Okay, everybody, let's deep dive into Deuteronomy 21, 1 through 23. And it says, If one be found slain in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee to to possess it, lying in the field, and it be not known who hath slain him, then thy elders and the judges shall come forth, and they shall measure unto the cities, which are round about him that is slain. So, basically this means if the body's found in the field, the elders and the judges shall come forth and they shall measure unto the city. That means they're going to go ask questions. They're going to ask questions uh, and who, who was the last person to have contact with the slain person in the field going to ask questions, they're going to inquire, and they're going to look around and investigate. And it shall be that the city, which is next unto the slain man, even the elders of the land of that city, shall take and help up, which have not been wrought with, and which have not drawn in the yoke. That means she had not been touched at all. She just wants, she, she's pure. She hasn't, she hasn't been out in the field drawing a yoke. She hasn't had a yoke around her neck and she had not been wrought. That means she has not been touched or, uh, breaded yet, uh, or, or, you know, or, um, you know, how they, you know, breed the animals. She hadn't been done like that. She's pure. Okay. And the elders of that city shall bring down the heifer unto a rough valley. Rough Valley means a place that has not been lived in. It's not, okay, which is neither earth nor sown. Earth means no one has touched the ground to till it. No one has uh, uh, treaded on it. No one has walked upon it. And no one has put a, a plow to this land. This land has not been touched by anyone. And shall strike of the heifer's neck there in the valley. So this is where they slain the heifer. Uh, they behead her. And and the priests, the sons of Levi, shall come near for them. 
the Lord thy God has chosen to minister unto him and to bless in the name of the Lord. And by thy word shall every controversy and every stroke be tried. Okay, well, the pre, the Levi, the sons of Levi, uh, take charge over they they they're in charge of ministry. Charge of ministry in the name of the Lord, and their word shall uh, shall shall every and by their word shall every controversy and stroke every stroke be tried. So every time something happened in that community, they gotta come before the sons of Levi. And all the elders of that city that are next unto the slain man shall wash their hands over the heifer that is beheaded in the valley. Okay. Um. So the, the, the elders, the people that are in charge of that city, they have to come and wash their hands over the heifer that was beheaded in the valley. Um. It says... And they shall answer and, and and say, Our hands have not shed this blood, neither have our eyes seen it. So we didn't we were the ones that shed this blood, shed that shed the blood of the slain person, and they didn't see nothing. Okay. Be merciful, O Lord, unto thy people, Israel, whom thou hast redeemed and Lay not innocent blood unto thy people of Israel's charge, and the blood shall be forgiven thee. So shall thou put away the guilt of innocent blood from among you. Okay, um, uh, to thy people of Israel. Okay, it says, well, you don't want to turn around and 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 draw somebody in that's innocent. Lay not innocent blood unto thy people Israel's charge. And so shall he put away say and and shall put thou shall put away the guilt of innocent blood from among you. Okay, so you have to protect that. Protect the innocent folks from not being accused of something that they did not do. And thou shalt do that which is right in the sight of the Lord. Okay, so that's what you do with the slain body. That's what you do with a slain person. Now, in the next couple of verses, it says, And when thou, and this is a thing about war, and when thou goest forth for war against thy against thine enemy, and the Lord thy God hath delivered them unto thy hands, God has given them to you. You didn't have to fight for it. You didn't have to battle for it. You didn't have to argue over it. God just gave it to you. God gave you that battle you wanted. Like the song say, the battle is not yours, it's the Lord's. Okay. Uh, that's all. That's where this, I could think of this is where the song come from. Because, you know, and, and see it among the captives of beautiful women. And has a desire unto her that thou wouldest have her of thy wife. Okay, now you know you went out, conquered this land, but you see this woman, just from a man's point of view, of course, and you see she pretty, she looked beautiful and everything, you know, and you want to take her home with you. Okay, so the next step, and then thou shalt bring her home to thy house, and she shall shave her head and 
pare her nails. That means cut her nails off. Pare her nails. That means cut them down. Pare her nails off. Um, she got to shave her head. Okay, and then after she does this, she shall put the remnant of her captivity from off her and shall remain in the house and be with her father and, and father and her mother a full month. So she has to mourn a whole month. She's allowed to come into that man house that has taken her captive. She has to cut her hair off. She has to cut her nails. And then she has to uh, let her... He, she is allowed to come in and mourn her parents for a whole month. And after that, thou shalt go in unto her and become her husband. Have relations with her that consummates their relationship as husband and wife. And and okay, and it, and it shall be if thou have not delight in her, then thou shalt let her go whether she will. If you ain't happy with her, let her go. If you're not happy with somebody you with, let them go. Don't don't hold on to them because you think it's a possession or she mine and I don't want nobody else to have her and all this other stuff, okay? Or, you know, let the person go on about their business. I just got a title sermon off of that. A title, a title for my sermon. I just got a title, a title from that one sentence. It says, And it shall be if thou have no delight in her, then thou shalt let her go whether she will. If you're not happy with somebody, let them go. Um, but thou shalt not sell her at all for money. You can't sell her for money. And you can't make her a, you can't make, you can't sell her for any money for, for no, she, she's more, she's worth more to you if you keep her than if you try to sell her off on somebody or you try to make her sell herself for your benefit. This is what this, okay, the next sentence, it says, Thou shalt not make merchandise of her because thou hast humbled her. Now you didn't turn around and make her your wife. All of a sudden, now you don't want her. Now you want to throw her off on somebody else. And then you want to try, or you try to turn around and make her your prostitute. Merchandise. You want to sell her body for your benefit. Um, or, uh, you know, or make money, or you turn her turn her into a slave, or a slave like she do house chores, sell her out, get her to somebody else, rent her out, and stuff like that. You know, for whatever purpose you might, you know, whatever you need money for, and you just let her go to work every day, and she come home, you, you, and she don't get paid, but she turns around and she gotta go work every day for your benefit, so you can make money. That's her. That's mm, Lord help. Um. And if a man have two two wives and one beloved and the other hated, and they have borne him children, both the beloved and the hated, and if the firstborn son be hers that was hated, then it shall be when he maketh his sons to inherit that which he have 
that he may not make the son of the beloved firstborn before the son of the hated, which is indeed the firstborn, but he shall acknowledge the son of the hated for the firstborn by giving him a double portion of that. So the one, so you got two wives. One has a son that's loved, cherished. Oh, you admonish him. Oh, he's everything to you. And then you have this other one, this other wife, and she and you and and you hate that son because maybe you're not, you know, you're not, uh, you're not in love with the mother. Okay, you got two wives. Okay, one you like and one other one you don't. And they have children. And the one, you're not supposed to put your children on top of each other. You're not, that, my granddaddy used to say this to me. My granddaddy used to say this. And he says, treat them like equals. Don't treat one better than the other one. Treat them like equals. Because if you treat them like equals, they will grow up and understand they are equal. But if you treat one better than the other, they'll have one to have resentment towards the other. Now I understood what my granddaddy was saying. And it says in beginning, and, and okay, so you got to treat them as equals because their first the firstborn is older. And the, and the firstborn sees the second one come uh, come around, and now the firstborn I'm not getting no I'm not getting no attention I'm not I'm not getting attention like I used to because my other baby brother around and all it it kind of um it kind of throws the relationship between the two children into a havoc. Because one thinks, oh, now the big brother is here, and I don't, I don't like getting all the attention. I'm not the main focus anymore, and you know, and, and then it become uh too, you know, then it becomes a problem. If a man have a stubborn, rebellious son, okay, now if you have a child that that is rebellious and doesn't want to obey. And you know you and 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 you see this child is doing a whole lot of foolishness, and then you take the child to say um doesn't want to obey his mother father, and will not hearken unto them. But you've taught to this child over and over and over again. That's what chastisement means. That's what chastise means. It means that you have talked and you try to tell them with the error of their ways. You try to you might try to you know. Give them a whipping. You might try disciplining them. You might try, and they don't. They ain't trying to hear nothing you talking about. It says, then shall his father and his mother lay hold him and bring him out unto the elders of the city, and unto the gates gate of his place, and they they and they shall say unto the elders of the city, this, this our son is stubborn and rebellious, and we will not and he will not obey. Our voice, he is a glutton and a drunkard. Okay, well, um, glutton means you just consume, 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 consume. You eat all the time or you're drinking all the time and drunkard, you know what that is. They drink constantly. They're alcoholics. Okay, he's turning to, okay, and, and he's not, that's the, the, 
where it is. Glutton means you consume something all the time. You're consuming it all the time. It's a continuous thing. And it says it's in a, in a drunkard. Okay, well, that means he drink all day long. He don't, he, don't, he don't eat. He don't eat. The only thing he eating is drinking it. only thing he is consuming is alcohol. A drunkard. Okay, and then it says, And all of the men of the city shall stone him with stones. Mm. They, just, they just straight up. Back in them days, they didn't play. <clears throat> I see you think about that. I said, back in the day, they didn't play with people. They didn't they, they give you leeway. They didn't give you no second chance. They, they didn't play that. It was like, look, this is something that you got to... This is something... That we got to attend to now. And then we don't got time to sit around and play with these matters like this. Because it's going to become a constant problem. And and it says, and, uh, and, st- and stone him with stones, that he died, so shall they put the evil away from among them. And all Israel shall hear and feel. And if a man committed sin worthy of death, and he be put to to death, and thou hang him on a tree, his body shall not remain uh, until uh, remain all night upon the tree. But thou shalt, but thou shalt, in any wise bury him in that day, for he that is hanged is accursed, O God, and that thy land be not defiled, which the Lord thy God giveth thee for an inheritance. Okay, so they say, they just put it on the line. When they were, they put it out, they they put it to the point where, look, we don't have time for foolishness. We ain't got time for other people's foolishness. You know, because it's like, it's an evil, like it's evil, it's a, a festering festering of things that come up in your town or city and they become a real bad problem and before you know it the problem is consuming the city so let's let's go ahead and go ahead and deal out these punishments that they have say the man say okay first you get stoned first they got stoning as a as a consequence okay they stone them till you dead. They, they put away the evil, put away the evil. So basically, they're saying, look, all this stuff that's coming in the city, we have to put this evil away. The stuff that this, the things that people are doing that God do not like, we have to deal out this punishment for them. Either you get stoned to death or you get hanged. Stoning or death. You know, stoning or you get hanged. It was different punishments for different things back in those days. And they didn't have time to play that, oh, well, we're going to give you a second chance. They just, they just cut them low. You know, like, oh, well, you was busted, so time for you to die. You know, if you out here doing all this foolishness and 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 then you you causing problems for other people or your your you're causing a ruckus in the in the in in that community, and you know you're committing going around committing sins like stealing and and and, 
and you, and you you know you fornicating and you lusting and you and 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 you and you robbing people and you're you know and you know just a lot of things that God just don't like. If you go back to the Ten Commandments, He says, "Thou shalt not kill, steal, and." Uh, you know the Ten Commandments. It's it's a thing of look. These are things I ain't just ain't gonna put up with. These are your sins. This is the sin I don't want to be. But I just don't want no parts of. Them. And we have to keep that in mind that God is retraining the children of Israel in this in this whole book of Deuteronomy, because if you you know if you see how it is, um, God has given them the promised land. God's giving them these things and they are about to walk in it, but I want, Moses says, I can't go over there, but I could read, I could tell you what you're supposed to do, what you ain't supposed to do, okay, in this, in this, in this chapter. So, <clears throat> that is our daily devotional for today, okay? God says, this is the consequence behind the sin that you commit, okay? And this is the instructions on how to deal with a body that is found slain in the cities. Okay? Or slain in a field. <clears throat> it's so many th- it's so many topics in that one chapter. I could go on and on all day, but you know, we're gonna keep it at a minimum. Okay, babies. Alright, so <clears throat> I wanna say thank you for listening to Daily Devotional with Sharice Johnson Moore. On Sharice Johnson Moore's podcast. Okay, and I want to say, uh, I want to give a shout out to this new group that I'm a part of, and <clears throat> it's a book club, and it's entitled Booked, Blessed, and Booked Divas. Blessed and Booked Divas. We can be found on Facebook. It is a private group. And I, I just want to, you know, but you can look it up, and, you know, and check it out. So, and I, I greatly, greatly appreciate everyone coming to listen to Daily Devotional. All right, babies. I will talk to y'all next time and y'all have a blessed day. Bye-bye. And welcome to LBM TV. I am Sharice Johnson Moore, owner and CEO of LBM TV. Here at LBM TV, our objective is to give you programming that will invigorate, motivate, and inspire you. Our programming will provide you with insight, in-depth knowledge, and solutions in your daily living. We can be seen on every smart TV, smartphone globally. We're located on C1 Media Smart TV app, Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, and Google TV. So get ready to enjoy a positive, uplifting program for your daily living here at LBM TV, where we care about you.
Ich bin Artinik.